0: Welcome to Real Life Keto Radio. I'm Bridget. And I'm Rebecca. And, and we're the, the Keto, keto Sisters. Sisters. And we're on a mission to help women find a way of eating that fits into their real life, but also helps them move toward better health.
1: Yes. So listen every Monday at 1130 Eastern on WLXU 93.9 FM in Lexington, or streaming worldwide on radiolex.us. So laugh and learn your way to fund keto serious results with Real Life Keto Radio featuring the Keto Sisters hey guys welcome to another episode of real life keto radio bridget and i are here in the studio today and we have a very exciting guest for you so um our guest today is someone that i met just a few months ago really um but it it feels so like, much longer i know it feels like we've known her forever but she has a um, a couple of things that are near and dear to her heart that are near and dear to mine as well she and her husband have the sweetest relationship it's so encouraging mm-hmm. to watch them interact They're still very much in love even though they've been married multiple decades. I'm not going to share how many (laughs) Um, I'll let her do that. If she, if she desires to, but she loves all things about health and just kind of mental headspace, getting that right. And she's a fellow yogi. She loves (laughs) yoga. So uh, just join me in welcoming to our show today, Debbie Brownell. Hey Debbie. Hey guys. Hey,
2: Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, three decades, I guess, 35 years I've been married and yeah, we still like each other. So Uh
0: that is so beautiful. I love, you know, I've only gotten to spend time with you guys a couple of times, but I just love watching your all's interactions and you can
1: just feel the sweetness. It's really nice. Yeah. You see much more newly dating or newly married couple than someone with
2: multiple. Oh, well, good, good, good. We, we make it a rule. We have to still date. So I think that helps.
1: You know, mm-hmm. you got it. You
2: got to like spending time together. You got to make time for it. Even you have kids and whatever else is going on in your life. It's really important
1: exactly. it's how to make it happen. It's funny because I remember our pediatrician when we had little, we had two little kids at the time and I was like, you know, worried about being kind of a new mom and what do I do and what are the important things to do? And he looked at both of us, my husband and I were both there and he said, the most important thing that you could do for your kids is to love each other. And I was like, yeah. I got that. Mm-hmm. I got that. And it
2: just,
1: that <laughs> it, it makes it kind of fall into place. Yeah. It's not always easy, but it's simple to right. have and priority. And, and you and, and Mark definitely do. Mm-hmm.
2: I love that. I say it a lot in yoga, too. Like, we don't mm-hmm. do anything complicated. It's all simple. It doesn't mean it's easy.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I always tell people that, too, that are new. Like in my yoga class, I'll say, you know, we'll be moving at a slower pace than maybe you're used to in other fitness classes and your mind is going to wander and I'm gonna have you in a pose and you're gonna think, this is not even exercise. Has she fallen asleep? Why are we doing something? Just recognize that thought and let it pass by because what we are doing sometimes is very simple and I'll Mm -hmm. have you be doing either a simple movement or holding a steady pose, but I promise you, you'll feel it tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes
2: the hardest part is just staying present and that's part of the practice too.
1: You know, within those moments
2: when you're just like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Why am I in this pose? Why am I doing this? Just like, come back, just come back to your breath.
1: Exactly. See? And I think there's so many parallels because I love yoga. We'll just leave Bridget out of this part of the <laughs> I <guess. laughs> But I mean, there are so many parallels in yoga with, you know, your just total real life experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh, Absolutely. All you, you're hit, you know, from all sides, different, you know, things coming at you. And sometimes you do just need to take a breath and recenter, figure out what's important. Why am I here? What am I doing? Those same questions that you, you know, recognize, right? Flip through your head in yoga. That's real life too, right?
2: Well, and that's part of that. I'm going to keep probably saying this a lot, but that's part of the practice. And I, you probably say this too, is when we're on the mat, if you can learn to do this in here on the mat, you can take it outside into your world and use it in your everyday life. Mm
0: -hmm. The
2: lessons we learn on the mat are meant to be lived off the mat as well.
0: Oh, I great. mean, you guys are making me want to do yoga. I have done Good. it. That's the purpose. Like, twice, once with Rebecca and once <laughs> with Debbie. <laughs> but both busy. times, yeah, I know. And then I get distracted. I like started talking to someone and left when Debbie was trying to do it. and was talking loudly. I totally ruined the, the yoga. Happen <laughs> yeah. to do that? i and she's like. Your laugh is really loud, and they're trying to do yoga right there. I was like, "Oh, I know, I was," and then I got distracted. So after <laughs> I need yoga in my life. I am redetermined to bring yoga back into my life because I'm sure it would
1: help with my focus. It could use a little absolutely a little attention. Absolutely, it's accomplished, mm-hmm. right, Debbie? That's all we needed.
0: Yes, that's all we needed. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys have an <laughs> ulterior motive to try to get me focused by bringing me on? You guys are smart. So, Debbie, what got you interested in yoga? How long have you? I know you've been an instructor for over a decade. Mm-hmm but how long have you been doing yoga? What brought you into that world? Um, Back pain.
2: Seriously, before that, I had been interested in yoga, wanted to do yoga, but I was intimidated about going to a class, which is probably true for a lot of people. Um, And so the breath is what I practice before the physical practice. And uh, Rebecca probably understands this more than uh, most people if they're not familiar with yoga, but, learning to breathe I hate to fly so it's like I learned to breathe to fly but then in 2008 I hurt my back again just by bending over to pick up a box you know sometimes that's like it's the easiest thing it doesn't have to be anything complicated and I had been through it before and I did not want to do injections or surgery so and this is just my story I'm not recommending this for anybody else I can't you know but for my story I was in pain for over a year, cried every day, finally found an integrative doctor that said, you need to do yoga. But I had to do individual yoga. I couldn't start in a class. I had to do yoga therapy first. Um, My other doctor had told me I would never be able to do backbends. So up dog, things like that um, again. But I started slowly and it it makes a huge difference in my life and in in how I feel. And so um, I just wanted to share what it did for me.
0: Alright, guys, we got a lot happening right now. <laughs> the phone has never rang while
1: we're in the studio.
0: <laughs> okay. We interrupt this radio show for bad internet, ringing phones. We're back. This is <laughs> real, real life. No radio.
1: Real it's life. Real on it's always exciting.
0: Yes, for sure. Well, that's so. perfect. So, tell us again. You kind of broke up when you were talking about, um, you know, when you started. You started being able to move better. Obviously, not making <laughs> medical. Conditions. Hold on.
1: You keep talking about yoga.
2: So for me, like I was saying that it made life so much easier. And And so um, I just wanted to share what it had done with me for others. So that's why I wanted to become an instructor. Um, And actually, it took a little boost to get me to become an instructor because being in front of people, as you guys know, is a challenge for me. So it took actually a friend of mine that I was taking classes from all the time. She, She actually was doing the training said I needed to do it, she kind of coerced me into doing it, talked me into it, but I I really love sharing how much yoga can benefit anybody, you know, it's just done so much for me, so I love sharing that with others.
1: Yeah, and something you said, Debbie, is like you mentioned the intimidation factor that a lot of us experience whenever we try something new, you know, know, I went into a yoga class, I'd been taking different kinds of fitness classes, you know, for years, something was different about a yoga class, right? It was quiet. The lights were softer. Everyone was just kind of lying there. The instructor happened to be dressed all in black. And it, I don't know, it just really intimidated me. Even though I was familiar with group fitness, it felt very different to me. And it right. was challenging for me to sort of quiet my mind and not be moving quickly. You know, I was coming from like dance classes and kickboxing to that. So it was a very different feel. Um But I'm so thankful that i push through that discomfort, Mm -hmm. right? To explore yoga. And we find a lot of that with our keto coaching. A lot of people are looking for something different in their nutrition, but they don't quite know where to start. They feel like everybody else is already ahead of them. They don't know where to go for resources. Who is the best person to listen to? Like those are all barriers that can be experienced by people when they're looking for a health change. And that's one of the reasons we try to keep it real here on Real Life Keto Radio, where It's very approachable and very flexible. It's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing because we know a lot of people have right. that transition when they're starting something new, and we don't want to just like in yoga, you wouldn't necessarily start someone out doing a headstand, right? You focus on the breath first, and the Absolutely. same thing with how we help with with people changing their their lifestyle and their diet. We don't try to get them to change everything at once. Change something. And then that leads to another change. And we build on that, just like you build on poses and you build on. right.
0: Yeah. And I would love to know, you said something that was interesting to me that maybe is a common understanding, but I just don't know since I don't know yoga very well. You said something like the doctor told you that you could not do group yoga. You could only do individual yoga. What does that, why is that?
2: Well, because I was at the point where. Okay, I couldn't even do chair yoga to start out with because when she sat me on a chair, it was just so painful. So she took me down to the ground right away, like I was lying on on my mat. Um, so I had to do yoga therapy, which is not what I do, but I had to do yoga therapy with someone who was trained in um, helping people with that specific or that intense of an issue at that time. Um, so I did one on one for several months before I went into a classroom.
1: Hmm. I mean, and, and then- even- important to make sure if you're starting yeah. something new, you go with someone who's qualified, who's had training or experience. And we very freely admit here that we aren't nutritionists or medical professionals, but we have both been living a keto-ish lifestyle mm-hmm. for close to six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have done a lot of training and a lot of education. And, and we, like you, like to share yoga. We like to share what we've learned from the keto lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it is very important to make sure that the person is qualified mm-hmm. and that they kind of get you in your needs, right? Like, right. It's, like you can just walk into any old place and do any old thing, right? Like, you came in with your particular situation and had a qualified instructor who could help right. you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's
2: very important.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, 2008, you started working with the individual therapists for yoga. And then what? Well, the- I was in pain. I
2: didn't. So, 2008 to 2009, I struggled. 2009 I said I got to do something different and I finally got it checked out so yeah 2009 is when I started working with someone and then I started taking classes um after I was done with the individual then I started taking some group classes and the thing about yoga is it teaches you to be aware of what's going on in our own body so by the time I got to my my practice in a group I knew Um, You have to listen to what your body is telling you. And I emphasize this in all of my classes. So what an up dog might be, and I know you guys don't know what this is, but what any pose might look like to someone is going to look different to someone else. And that's the beauty of yoga, because no matter where you are in your practice, or no matter where you are and what's going on with your body, yoga is for every body. You know, it can, it can help you with whatever it is you're dealing with. Um, And again, I'm not making medical claims, but I'm talking here.
1: I mean what you're saying makes a lot of sense right and again bringing it back to our keto space that's what we try to tell people like what right. is a good fit for bridget might not be a good fit for debbie mm-hmm. and what's a good right. fit for rebecca in 2021 may not be the same good fit for me you know like in 2000 it's a
2: journey it's a journey that we're all on and it's different from day to day
0: mm-hmm.
1: so true okay so then
0: what made you decide to become a fitness instructor was that an easy transition from taking the classes to becoming an instructor?
2: No, like I was saying, I had to be coerced because for me being in front of a group and teaching people, I never see myself or it took me a while rather to see myself as expert, the person that can lead people, the person that can teach people. Don't get me wrong, I love teaching people, but for me to be up in front of everybody, the idea of that scared me. Um, But like I said, I had a friend that was, um, she taught the classes, she owned the studio that I was going to. And so she opened a yoga school or a yoga training rather and talked me into it. So that was my first training and I'm glad I did it. And I'm forever grateful for her because if she wouldn't have pushed me and given me that nudge, I probably wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm.
0: Rebecca was a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer. So she loves disclaimers.
1: Here she goes. Okay, so we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not medical professionals. We're merely sharing our experiences and our opinions. And so you should not take anything that we say or present as medical advice. Moreover, you should always consult with your medical provider before making any changes to your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we present may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? Do you know anyone else who uses the word moreover?
0: Now, if you've made it this far, you would probably really get along well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you for it. <laughs>